You're listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, episode number 31 with Susan White. small business owners, welcome to Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, where we focus on creating brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, that's also the name of the number one best-selling book for small businesses and entrepreneurs. The good news is you can find the book in paperback form or as an ebook as well. Just so you know, it, you can find it on Amazon and it's Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, productivity, and finding peace in your business. So hi, rock stars. My name is Maggie Mongan, and I am the anthology leader. What that really means is I'm the one who coordinated the book topic and all that good stuff and everyone who's in it. And I had such a blast doing that because it's allowed me to go ahead and speak with some really super cool people. And you're about to meet one today. Today, we are honored to have Susan White, who is a number one Amazon bestselling author with us to talk about your business's peacefulness, which really means your peacefulness if you're a small business owner, and the performance that it can provide for you. Susan has a really great approach to helping small business owners because she believes that there's power in having clarity for you to succeed in your business. And she talks about it in a lot of different ways. So welcome, Susan White, welcome. Thank you, Maggie. Oh, I'm so glad that you're here. Are you ready to share a few things with our friends after we have a little more of an intro? I've actually been looking forward to talking with you. Oh, and everyone else, I hope. Definitely. <laughs> okay, cool. So everyone, Susan's chapter is the ninth one in the book, and it's titled Hope, Out of the Shadows and Into the Light. And she wrote it specifically about a small business owner who sort of got lost along that journey. So Susan, you covered a lot of ground in your chapter, while at the same time, I know that you only scratched the surface of the challenges that small business owners have and they face every day when it comes to being able to reframe their thoughts and actions to secure better business outcomes. And I, you know, I imagine that you as an expert have a lot of people come to you and say, Hey, um, you know, where could I go to check out some more tools or resources to learn a little bit more about how to, um, I'll say one of my words, self-manage. And understand a little self-manage. Thank you. Uh, uh, you know, uh, understand a little bit more about me and the game I'm playing, and how me as a business owner or an aspiring entrepreneur, um, and how I think and how I act really can make a difference on my business outcome. Oh, it definitely can. As a matter of fact, I have to tell you something. I was at a gun show over the weekend. Isn't that great? I was at a gun show. That's topical right there. But I'll just leave <laughs> it at that. It surprised me at how many of the vendors were sitting behind the table with their arms crossed and not engaging with anybody. I, I was just absolutely shocked. 
that there wasn't more engagement with people because the place was just jam packed. And I was thinking about that in terms of my own business and networking because we go to so many different events and if we aren't networking, we don't really know what resources we have around us. <laughs> Very true. I just came out of an event with 2000 people in a room for five days and I have plenty more resources than when I walked into the room on day one. So I hear you. Definitely. Not that I found resources at the gun show, but I just happened to attend one. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that for the audience. <laughs> well, considering you're a therapist, that might be an important aspect to mention. Oh my wow. gosh. <laughs> I should have looked for my clients there. <laughs> she is just, Susan is one of the coolest people I know. And I, I thought it was just so funny when she said she was at a gun show because it's a little off topic, but we're real. And I think that's the one thing that a lot of people forget is that when we're business owners, we are people. We are people and we live real lives. It doesn't matter how successful um, you are according to other people or yourself. We are all people. And even the world renowned people that we know are real people too. And we forget. Genuine is the word that I like to think about. Um, I think about being genuine because there's really not a work me or, or a personal me. I take who I am personally and I bring that to my work. And yeah. I think that that's so valuable for any small business owner to take a look at that as opposed to being one person in one environment and a whole separate person in another environment. When I learned that, the word I learned around it was congruency, to be congruent between who I am as, as an everyday living person and then how I show up at work. And if I can have that congruency, I have less stress in my life. And I, That's a word I learned in school as well. But I think about the word being genuine being um, a human-friendly word. <laughs> isn't one of those words that a lot of people are familiar with. Do you remember learning about the circles in school, the two circles that overlapped one another and then you pulled them apart and if they were balanced, that was congruency? Yes. Yeah, yes. I remember that too. Anyway, I'm having a little bit of an off day today, Maggie. I'm finding my words. I'm having a difficult time finding some of my words. So please bear with me since this is an interview. Okay, well, that's cool because you're a small business owner and we have those moments. So we're going to honor that and continue to move forward. How do you like that? I love that because that's what I would do in my regular day-to-day -day life. All right. So we're, and it's, it's perfect because I, I would love to have more of a, a personal or intimate conversation with you, with, you know, all of our listeners out there. Um, listening, but just talking about some of these resources that you find valuable to keep yourself and or others on track or, you know, like, hey, go check this out. This might be a, a place where you can go get some glimpse to help you do, as I said, what I call self-management. You know, the first resource I think about, Maggie, is 
myself. And the reason I say myself is because I am the most genuine, reliable, human, internal resource that I know of. And so when you say myself, you're telling all of us my, my own self, right? That's correct. So okay. to all the listeners out there, I would say that the first resource that you should always go to, and there isn't, there aren't too many times when I use that word always, but this will be one of them. One okay. of the resources that you should always go to is yourself. We are all grounded in different values and different um, different motivators that move us. So once you determine those, that's where the clarity piece comes in. For example, um, I may have a value of family and somebody else may have a value of money. So if we take a look at those values and, and I look at my own internal resource in terms of honoring myself, and taking a look at what's really important to me, that's where it all begins, isn't it? Well, sure, and that makes a lot of sense because if, if two people are sitting next to each other and they have the same decision to make, and one's value is to generate more financial security and the other one is to focus on their biz, uh, family more, their priorities are different, so their choice would be different if they did it in alignment with their priorities or values. Most definitely. And what I like to actually do when I'm looking for resources or making decisions on my own behalf is I take a look at myself first. And after that, I look at other community-type resources. For example, as a small business owner, I'm a member of the Chamber of Commerce here in Antioch, Illinois, and I want to make sure that I utilize other chamber members. I just had a situation today where I was looking for a detailer for my car, um, and what I did is I, I looked, I don't happen to know any right off the top of my head, but I looked online <clears throat> and I was able to find somebody who had a small business as opposed to a big franchise owner. I would much prefer to work with a small business owner than a big corporation. Okay, and I find that common for small business owners is to look at others so we can support one another. Right. Um, but there's, there's also the flip side of that is small business owners look at what's going to serve you best. Right? I would agree with that because I'm in, I'm in charge of how I treat my customers and I, I don't um, have the, the overhead or the, the, um, all the rules that I have to follow in terms of some corporation deciding who and what's going to be happening with my business. Okay, cool. So, so wait, you were sharing is start from within. Correct. Know thyself and then make choices accordingly. Correct. To keep stay in alignment, less stress, less friction, less confusion. You know, Maggie, I hadn't really thought of it until um, we've been speaking, but it actually looks a little bit like a wheel with me at the hub of the wheel. 
me, my values, genuinely honoring myself, and then moving outward into other resources. You know, again, the, the Chamber of Commerce is a great, val uh, great resource and valuable resource for people to do business with. I, I agree with you. And I think the other important thing to mention at this moment is if you go to an event that your Chamber of Commerce does or other groups that are like that, uh, everyone there is a potential resource as are we to them. Correct. Yeah, because it works both ways. Um, so thank you for that. That's absolutely fabulous. And you said something about how you had a need and you went online and you researched that. So I'm going to um, be a little cheeky and paraphrase. You tapped Mr. Google's wisdom, didn't you? Yes, I did. I did <laughs> it often. As a matter of fact, I'll be sitting with a client from time to time. And when I broach a topic that might be challenging for them to grasp. Um, for example, when we're talking about internal wisdom or using ourselves as a human internal resource, a lot of people don't really grasp that because they think that they need to go outside of themselves for professional advice. And sometimes we're our own best advice. So I'll very often encourage people to Google something and read about it outside of our time together. Our time is too valuable for me to sit on Google with somebody when they can do that with some on their own time. So okay. I, will, I will encourage them to actually Google different topics. For example, hope is a great topic to find out what kind of resources are out there. Okay, hope. And, and that takes us right back to your chapter, doesn't it? Correct. You can find different publications about hope. You can find different businesses that have the name hope in it. You can find all sorts of resources. And, you know, we have a duty to ourselves when we are Googling something to actually figure out what it is that we're trying to accomplish. I, I agree with you. Um, when even when I work with my clients, I, I'll do the same thing. I'll say, you know, we'll start a topic, and it's it's like, oh, okay, go to these resources because I know they're they're solid in what the topic is, and sometimes that's even my own blog because I've written about topics that are relevant to my customers. Duh, right. um, you know, <laughs> and and then they they can school themselves and discern how they need to be with that information. Correct. And, and yet, I guess I would want to say, and I'm, I may be beating you to the punch on this one, Susan, is we need to also be cautious when we do that research and not just accept the first, um, the first link we accept and what it's saying. Because there Maybe. are... It sounds like you're saying that not everything on the internet is true. Oh, did, did you pick up on that? <laughs> Yeah, we, we need to own that as well and be responsible in our research. Most definitely. I think, I think back again to that duty aspect that we have to ourselves. And we do have a duty to um, 
validate and make sure that things are reliable when we look them up online. All right, cool, cool. Now, I also know that there is a particular author that you are very fond of, and you actually trained under this person. Debbie and, Ford. And she has a fabulous book that I, I think everybody should read. It's never too far from me. It's called The Dark Side of the Light Chasers, and it's probably one of uh, my favorite resources. Whenever I'm, I'm struggling, maybe I'll pick it up today. It's not too very far. Um, maybe I'll pick it up today because of my struggles I'm having. But it's, it's called The Dark Side of the Light Chasers, Reclaiming Your Power, Creativity, Brilliance, and Dreams. It Ooh. absolutely changed my life. It's a prerequisite for the shadow process, which is a huge uh, workshop. I was going to say training, but it's a huge workshop that uh, Debbie used to run out on the West Coast. She does them like three or four times a year, but it changed my life. And, and you talk about the shadow of hope. I do. In the chapter that you wrote this wonderful story about um, somebody who ran a bakery, right? And the, right. And, yeah. how, and how it was, yes, Steve. The character Steve and how he had a very successful business at one point and how he didn't at another because of the shadows. Steve, Steve ran into a situation where he did not honor his own internal wisdom and he, he got a little cocky and he thought that if he just kept doing what he's always done and, and had success with that he would be fine. But he did not actually take a look around him and research what was necessary in order for his business to survive when a big competitor moved into town. And the whole notion of hope is Steve had hope that things would just magically fix themselves. And they don't, because hope is an abstract concept. It's, it's, it requires action. Right. Going back to how I introduced you is reframing our thoughts and our actions to secure better business outcomes. Right. And you create a very wonderful story about Steve and, and his success and his struggles and, and how he could have created a different future for himself. He definitely could have had a different outcome if he would have honored his knowledge and the resources that he had available to him. You know, the shadow deserves a little attention here since we brought up that topic. Not everybody is familiar with the shadow. Okay. The shadow is, are, are all those disowned parts of ourselves that we don't really care to acknowledge. Parts like um, lazy, stupid, um, irresponsible, just to name a few. Those are parts that are universally human parts of who we are. And when we acknowledge those as just parts of ourselves, not the whole of who we are, when we acknowledge those parts, there's a lot of wisdom there. To be lazy, for example, um, when we use that part, that would have us be able to actually relax and shut down a little bit. Don't we all need that from time to time? 
Right. So shadows are not necessarily a bad thing at all, is what you're saying. Correct. We just have to know when to put them into play. Right. We need to use them and accept them as part of ourselves. And if we are feeling, for example, lazy, that just happens to be the one that pops up first. <laughs> if we are feeling lazy, maybe we need to take a nap and, and regroup and, and get ourselves back on track. Maybe we need to take a few minutes out and just just blank out our minds for a few minutes if we don't have the luxury of taking a nap. Shadow qualities, um, those, those qualities that, that, again, often get judged very severely as good or bad. Well, heck, that's a judgment in, its, in and of itself. <laughs> it is. And then there's, then there's other parts of shadow, like, okay, you can be grumpy, and, you know, nobody likes being around a grumpy person, so we make them bad because they're grumpy. Um, but that's part of being human. Yeah, that's just an aspect of a person. Right, right. So understanding who you are, going back to what you initially said about knowing who we are so we can have better outcomes. Right. That's really what it boils down to, doesn't it? Definitely, that's what it boils down to. Okay, oh, Susan, um, I would love for us to have a chat for like another hour, but I know our time is getting short. Is there anything else that's coming to mind that you would like to share? Just how grateful I am that we got to visit for this length of time, and, and thank you to all the listeners for listening out there. Okay, so listeners, you now have the opportunity to play in a whole nother game, which is yourself and, and understand who you are to create better outcomes for yourself and your business. And I'd like to say thank you because this is how you learn and this is how you improve. So Susan, thank you. You are a number one bestselling author for a reason. You know your stuff. Oh, thank you, Maggie. <laughs> okay, you're welcome. And listeners, start by reading chapter nine in the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, and gift yourself and your business's performance the opportunity to engage with Susan. At the end of her chapter, she has an invitation for you to gain clarity and a peace of mind. So go check out her author's page. And, in, and take her up on that invitation. Also, she has all sorts of social media handles that you can connect with her on too. And perhaps one of the coolest may be that right now you can see everything about the book and how to get a hold of it, as well as Susan White, by going to the books app, which is Brilliant Biz Book. And that's all caps, Brilliant Biz, B-I-Z, book. And we have something really cool on there that says click on Ask an Expert and you'll see Susan White's name. And I say Susan White because there will be another Susan there soon, <laughs> depending upon when you're listening to this. And if you click on Susan's white name, you can type in a question that you have for her and she'll reply back to you. So I think that's a pretty cool bonus just for listening today. Check us out on that mobile app, Brilliant Biz Book. Also, 
Susan, I'd like to thank you for your time and your wisdom sharing today. Oh, thank you, Maggie. You're very welcome. It was a pleasure to be here with you. Okay. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you learn how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business success. Shine brightly until next week.